Hey, you're listening to Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, talking all things female health and wellness. I'm Orla O'Flaherty, a certified naturopath and herbalist, and I'm here to talk about everything from periods, PCOS, endometriosis, health, sex, wellness, and life in general. Here's to happy hormones and a happy you. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, and we're up to episode 29. We're nearly at the 30, which will be next week. And this week I'm talking about knowing your body and the mind-body connection. So I'm, I'm veering away from the hormones again. But to be honest, I think we all know at this stage that I veer away here, there and everywhere. And I like to delve into different topics. And even, to be honest myself, I surprised myself today because I had the whole plan for this week's podcast about knowing your body and connecting with your body and knowing your ovulation and how to figure that out and knowing how to to track your cycle and connecting in with your feminine sexual energy and things like that. And then when I started writing my notes, it all kind of went out the window and now I'm, not I'm, we are left with um, an episode really geared towards our emotional bodies and how our emotional bodies are connected directly with our physical bodies. Because we forget that they are both linked. We have one body, we have one house. And our mind is within that, and our emotions are within that. But we seem to separate them. We we tend to class a physical ailment as a physical ailment. And an emotional issue or a mental issue as an emotional or mental issue. We never connect the two. Whereas in reality, our emotions and our emotional well-being have a direct link with our physical well-being. So that's what has happened with this episode this week. But mainly I really just want to talk about that body-mind connection. And what does it mean to know your body? So like many of us, like we're walking around every day and completely in our heads. Like when you get up in the morning, do you notice your feet touching the ground? When you're going for a walk, do you notice your feet touching the ground? I know we all feel our bodies when we have a good yawn and a good stretch in the morning. But I think a lot of people what they tend to do is they wake up and they go straight for their phone and they start scrolling straight away. That morning stretch has become somewhat lost. And it's in that morning routine of of stretching, of moving the bodies that we are connecting in with our body. And it's when we connect in with each muscle. Like I said, when you're walking, do you feel your feet on the ground? When you're sitting, do you feel your bum on the chair? Do you connect in with each muscle when you're at the gym? Can you feel the muscle working? Can you feel it activating? Can you feel your body? Simple as. With a lot of people, I see it's it's like there's a barrier from the neck down. Like there's a complete disconnection between the body-mind connection. And like I said already, but like in the world of technology and instant information it's it's as if we no longer rely on our own 
ingrained knowledge and information for ourselves. The signals and the cues that our bodies are giving us that something is right or wrong seems to be kind of lost. And I see this a lot when it comes to pain in the body. And I'm speaking about this from being a sports massage therapist. I actively work with sports massage. I did study in holistic massage and reflexology years upon years upon years ago. It was probably about 12 years ago. But when I went back and started studying, I saw... The reason I went back to study sports therapy is because I wanted to help fix problems for people. I, I wanted to get in, fix the nitty-gritty stuff. So, And I felt that sports massage therapy was a better tool to do that. Little did I know that I was actually going to go back to some holistic techniques as well. But the reason I'm talking about all this is because I don't know if people realise that our bodies carry and store emotions in the muscles. Like, did you know that we can carry unresolved traumas for years without knowing it? They show up in the form of pain and tension. Your neck pain, your back pain, upper back, lower back, joint pain. It's a lot of the time it's directly linked to an old trauma that has been stored within the body because you weren't able to handle the emotional aspect at the time. A lot of the time when trauma happens, there's a fight, flight or freeze. In the world that we live in now, more often than not, you're looking at the freeze aspect of things. We, we're constantly bombarded with stressors, with work and bills and life and kids and whatever your stress is. And when you're constantly bombarded with that stress, you no longer know how to fight or flight. So you go into freeze mode. And it is very, very common. But what's happening in freeze mode is that you're getting stuck and then the emotion is getting stuck. And it's getting stuck somewhere within the body. More and more clinicians and body therapists and massage therapists they're all talking about the emotional body and its importance for overall physical health. And I see it myself with my massage clients and I see it myself with myself. People are who, who are holding on to old wounds physically because they've never dealt with certain emotional traumas from their pasts. And it's not that they're refusing to deal with an emotional trauma it's they don't have the tools to deal with an emotional trauma when you're looking at the school system now not knocking the school system here but we're taught maths english irish science da, 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 da. we're not taught how to manage our emotions we're not taught how to deal with difficult situations to be able to work through them we're taught problem solving in maths but we're not taught problem solving in life. And we're not taught how to sit and feel an emotion. And this is something I've had to learn over the last, yeah, I'm going to say it, 17 years. 
I've worked on this for the last 17 years of learning how to sit and deal with an emotion. But I'm still learning. There are still times when things come up and I'm like, yeah, no, you can stay there. I'm not looking at you. I'm not dealing with you. I don't want to deal with you. I'm quite happy to be oblivious and keep going with my life. But then unfortunately, when we do that, we're repressing emotions. And then they're becoming stuck within the physical body. But when you get to a stage where you're in chronic pain, muscle tension, it comes to the point where you really do have to look at what is it that's going on. And a way to do that is by looking at the body and the sore spots and the aches and pains that you have. And then it can be a real wake-up call. So our body movements are reflective of of our inner world. Different types of muscle tension can be caused by different types of trapped emotions. So starting from the head down, so the likes of neck pain and neck tension and stiffness, that's correlating with fear and repressed self-expression. And shoulder pain, you're looking at burdens and responsibilities and having the weight of the world on your shoulders. Then your upper back, a lot of the time it's grief and sorrow sadness and as well feelings of being unloved or a lack of emotional support then your middle back is a lot of the time insecurity and feeling powerless and your lower back and your pelvic region you're looking at guilt or shame or feelings of unworthiness and again feelings of being unloved wrists is an inability to move easily with decisions that you're not sure if you've made the right decision or not your knees stubborn pride and your ego getting in the way and fear of giving in and then sciatica fear of money and fear of the future fear of the unknown of what your future is going to be these are all emotions common emotions that everybody goes through and they stem from different experiences in our lives two people can have the same emotion but had different experiences that cause that emotion but at the end of the day the experience is just a story every past experience that you've had it's just a story it's a narrative What really matters is the feelings and the emotions that are underneath that. And then looking at the emotions and working through them. We all go through different emotional traumas in our lives and it's about how we deal with them. Or if we're actually able to emotionally handle them. When we're not, that's when they're getting stuck in the body somewhere. Now look, I'm not up here on my high horse saying I never have pain because I'm emotionally transcended because I'm not. I am far from it. But, like, I'm just after getting over a lower back and pelvic injury. So I'm well aware of what emotions I didn't want to face. But I had to look at these aspects of myself and I had to feel them. As horrible as it was, I had to feel them. Because running away was causing physical pain because I refused to deal with the emotional pain. 
And that's what we as humans have to do. We have to truly feel everything. We have to get right up there, get close, right into the nitty-gritty, into the ugliness of it all. And show it love and compassion. And let yourself know that it's okay to feel a certain way. It's okay to feel anger. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel shame, to feel guilt. All these negative emotions, there's there's a stigma over them that you shouldn't feel a certain way. But the thing is, when you don't feel these emotions and when you try to get rid of them and push them aside, that's when you're causing physical problems and illness and in energetic terms, dis-ease, disease. Knowing that it's okay to feel anger when it's valid and that it's okay to feel sad when it's valid and it's okay to feel shame when it's valid and guilt when it's valid. Instead of pushing them away, feel them. Get stuck in with them. Whatever it's bringing up in the body while you're feeling it, Go through that and breathe with it and then release it. It's when we repress them that the problem is. Like repressed anger turns into depression. Repressed shame and guilt turns into anger. All these emotions have a knock-on effect and it's learning to understand where these feelings are coming from. Knowing where they come from, knowing where they stem from, gives you the baseline of how to move forward with it. And showing yourself that love and compassion is what's going to transform it. When I say it's okay to feel these emotions, these negative emotions, it is okay to feel them. It's when you get stuck in them that there's a problem or it's when you repress them and you refuse to feel them. That's when the problem starts happening. But like I said, for me, I'm not up there on my high horse because I was throwing stuff away and I was like, I'm not looking at this. And then it did come up physically for me. But then suffice to say, after weeks of physical therapy and connecting in with those horrible emotions, the ones that none of us want to face, my back is better. But it wasn't until I stopped running from them. It wasn't until I actually stopped and let myself move through them that everything started to connect again. So I'll ask you, what is it that you're hanging on to? What emotional traumas have you not been able to deal with? And the best way of uh, figuring that out really is where is your pain presenting itself in your body? And then look at, okay, is there an emotional aspect here that I'm not able to face? Often when I have massage clients for the first time, I'm not just looking at the physical, but I'm also looking at the emotional too. Like When I trained as sports massage therapist, I was taught to go in deep. Dig the elbow in, nothing but spit, just go for it. 
and I was taught that there was always going to be an element of pain or discomfort and I knew that myself anyway from receiving sports massage I knew it wasn't pleasant but the more I practiced and the more I worked with people now I will say it was my sister who was the first person to bring it to my attention about the pressure I was putting in now bear in mind she is a teeny tiny human being she's like five foot nothing and a size six so she's minuscule but I was still putting too much pressure in for her and that made me think I was like okay so yes there is meant to be an element of pain and discomfort but not so much where I'm going to tighten up the muscles even more the more I looked into it and the more I realised, I was like, hang on, maybe I need to look at this from a completely different point of view. Now, look, yeah, people have structural and muscular injuries, but is there more going on underneath? As well, like, I've always suffered with tension in my neck and my upper back. Whenever I'd get massage, I would be like an absolute bull afterwards. But the more I looked into the emotional aspect of the physical tension, I realised that there's something more going on. And again, like I said earlier, neck pain is connected with fear and repressed self-expression, so losing your voice. And when you repress your voice, you're automatically going to cause anger. And resentment. So of course these emotions were coming up after the, after the massages for me. So I really had to look at, okay, what am I not looking at? But what am I not actually dealing with? And it came down to like something as little as saying no to my brother if I didn't want to cross town for something. But I would have lost my voice. But then when I started looking at these areas I started clearing those old patterns and I started to find my voice again and then the tension seemed to become less and less now I'm not saying all physical pain is caused by emotion but a lot of it is and then when I realized all of this then I started educating myself on it and reading up more about this emotional, physical connection when it comes to pain. And then I realised when working on people, I didn't have to go hell for leather on them. I didn't have to dig the elbow in straight away. I didn't have to put my full body weight into them. Some, actually a lot of people respond so much better to medium pressure instead of deep and that's because they need to be supported through releasing the emotion. Now, yes, there are others that need deep tissue work and need real sports therapy for injuries, you the likes of athletes and people who train really hard. But for the majority of the average person I see in the clinic, it's it's more emotional release. And it it's without them even realising that they need an emotional release. And to be honest, like a lot of first-time massage clients that will come to me, after their massage, especially with a back massage, they go through like a slump or like they'll feel down or angry, like how I used to feel, or they'd cry after. 
And actually, in fact, there was one guy who I had, and I I always warn people about this, that they may get a bit of a, a dip afterwards, but there was one guy, he texted me the next day and he was like, I spent the night hysterically laughing my ass off for no reason. But again, laughing is an expression of an emotion. Crying and laughing is the same when it comes to a release of an emotion. Have you ever laughed so hard that you cried? Or have you ever started laughing hysterically and then all of a sudden broke down crying? And then you had a massive release. There's actually such a thing called a crygasm. So after having an orgasm, you will start crying because there are pent up emotions that have been stuck in the body for so long. You can't help it. Everything in the body is connected to our emotions. Our emotions have a direct impact on our bodies. So learning to connect in with them, learning to work with them and not push them aside and push them down and bury them is what helps us to move forward and to grow. But when we connect in with our bodies through the likes of movement, dancing, breath work, touch therapy, even meditation, body meditation. Old patterns can change and old triggers can become new lessons. And once we've learned that lesson, we can move on. Because no matter what in life, you're going to repeat the same patterns over and over and over until you learn the lessons. Next time you go for a massage, I'm just going to ask you, check in with yourself and what emotions are coming up for you. When you wake up in the morning, stretch. Don't go for the phone. Stretch. I'm not saying you need to do 20 minutes on the ground stretching. Literally just yawn, raise your arms, feel the muscles releasing in your body. Check in with how you're feeling. See where it's tight. Ask yourself, okay, is there something I need to work on here on an emotional level? Not just a physical level. But remembering that our emotional bodies and our physical bodies are directly linked. And knowing that you also have the power to move through negative emotions. They may feel bad. But when you get an understanding of them, it's a game changer. And that's when life moves forward. So that's this week's episode of Orla's Happy Hormones. It was short and sweet, but... A bit heavy, I know. Apologies. <laughs> like I said, this was not my plan for this week's episode. 
my plan for this week's episode was all about ovulation and feminine sexuality. But this is what happened. <laughs> but for now, I hope it's helped. If you have any feedback or any questions, feel free to DM me or message me or tag me or whatever it is that you do. But for now, happy hormones and have a great weekend, everybody.